The following podcast contains some adult language and themes. If you're likely to be offended by any of that, we suggest you turn off now. Sorry, the keeper's a big tart doing that because there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, good afternoon. Um, welcome to episode four of the Matchpoint podcast. Uh, how are we, gents? Very, Very good. good. Hello. So, <laughs> this afternoon, uh, Finn Taylor's uh, down in Australia, unfortunately. Um, this morning. This morning, yeah, he got for him. Got down this morning. Um, we've got with me Mr. Jack Barry. Hello. Hi, good to be back. Good to be back. And um, filling in for Finn this week, uh, we've got young Ed Smith. Hello. How are we? Very good, thanks. Yeah. Very thrilled to be on the podcast. I'm not surprised, I'm not surprised. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about um, something I think all of us did as children, which was, um, which was make up mental games. Um, yeah, they're weird when you look back on them. Um, so yeah, dissect those. Try and work out what the hell was going on there, and sort of see which of us had um, had the best childhood game. Are we going to be voting on who's had the best games? I think so. Yeah. Okay. And then a fight. All good pub conversations must end with a a winner, I suppose. <laughs> Ideally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ideally. Um, <clears throat> Jack, you're an interesting man. What have you been up to since we um, we heard from you last? Uh, been on more adverts. Yeah. And paying the bills. Yeah. Uh, going to be on an EasyJet advert soon. Keep an eye out for that. Already on McCoy's. If you bought a packet of McCoy's recently. Uh, you'll have seen me on, on the packet. You're back staring on. Staring back at you. I'm back on there. Uh, confusing shopkeepers up and down the country. Do they um, know about each other in the same way? Is it like having? Is it like being a bigamist? Having many wives, all these companies that you... They all seem to know about each other. And they don't mind. And they meet up independently. And they don't and mind. To... And I've had dinners with all of them yeah. together. <laughs> and we raise our kids together. And it's all fine. Yeah, no, it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had, turned up at adverts and they're like, I did a Nando's advert and they were like, we loved you in the curl advert last no, week. And really. I felt like I'd been caught cheating, but they were chilled. Did so. they, um, I mean, last time we spoke to you, you were, you were in the running for a, a pretty hot and spicy Tropicana advert, which <laughs> the, the spores of which were money and you, you got to get with the little ladies. <laughs> did, you, did you ever remember that again? No, the little ladies invade me still. Tough. Yeah, it was really sad. Yeah, but... Uh, in the new one, I did in a one one eight advert as well because I hung out with the one one eight guys. Pretty cool guys. Is it, is it the same guys? It's a, it's not always been the same, but it's been these guys for about five years. Oh, right. But there was like there were other ones because the one one eight guys have been about for like ten or fifteen Ten-ten, years. Yeah. yeah. What became of the original guys? They retired. Yeah, Dead. they had to be put out to pasture, yeah. made into glue. Oh, oh that running. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do with them. Yeah, you do, once your one one eight days are over. Yeah, you got it. They gotta make you into biscuits. You're on the scrappy. But yeah, but I mean, like I was telling you guys earlier, I didn't know that one one eight is a is a is a money lending service now. Yeah. Which was a horrible surprise when after one take of the one one eight advert, the director came up to me and said, "You're you got a great smile, Jack, and that smile's gonna put thousands of people in debt." Wow. Which is a horrible. Yeah, I thought it was still like directory inquiries, ring it up, get a phone number. Or I thought it was like compare the meerkat or something. I thought maybe they'd moved into that, but Tough. no. So, but, so I've I mean, sold my soul inadvertently. Okay, well, um, bring it back on topic. Um, <laughs> well, actually, no, a, a fine segue. My, uh, my, I'm going to start with my first weird game as a child. And this was very much a product of my school I went to. Uh, I went to a pretty weird school. Uh, a very small Catholic primary school in North Yorkshire. Um, you know, like 11 people in my year. Um, three 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 years in a class my dad was my teacher 
you know, your average, <laughs> you know, your average school life. It was, in a, it was in a yard. In a yard, yeah. Yeah. Um, I the 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 nearest school actually, but I didn't go to. Um, I had thirty kids, and a goat was a permanent resident of the <laughs> playground. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was the village school. Um, very, no, very we, um, nutritious milk. Very nutritious milk. <laughs> very fresh. What, what was it there for? Um, I just pumping up numbers really. <laughs> <laughs> schools, schools um, funding's done on numbers. You have the best marks in the year. Fucking hell, good talent. <laughs> Got him in to just bob, push up everyone's A's. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. And then, but so yeah, quite weird um, primary school and sort of the, the Catholic school thing. That is, that is especially weird, um, especially in like a place like North Yorkshire because you don't have any outside influences to tell you like, you know, I. I I'd never met a Muslim person until I went to university or something. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was tutoring in Northumberland last week mm. uh, with a great family, and they just said, "Oh, on Sunday, don't worry, have a lion. We're going to Catholic mass." And my ears pricked up by the goat. Yeah, and I thought, do you know what? <laughs> I have a life experience. I'm a Protestant. I'll bring. I'm going to go to a Catholic mass in Northumberland. Yeah, and I'd say the big distinction is yeah. next pub conversation. What do you prefer, Protestantism or Catholicism? <laughs> the the big difference is as a bet. Protestant upbringing. Um, it's like hell is gr- hell is well. You don't need to talk about hell. Yeah, okay. heaven is wonderful, but Catholic mass we had to renounce oh, Satan. There's big a lot of focus on it, and it was like a Darren Brown experiment. I found myself just copying everyone else around me in an effort to fit in. Yeah, yeah. that's the beginning of the end. A lot isn't more it? bells as well. A lot, lot, more bells. lot, a lot of incense. A lot of incense. A lot of incense with the Catholics. Um, so yeah, it was an it was a it was an experience. So yeah. that was your. So yeah, so that, that was kind of the upbringing. So you don't have any really in, outside influences there. So you kind of you get locked in this little worldview. Um, I remember. I did a lot of like church stuff at school, um, and one of the key themes that really took hold in our imagination was the idea of leprosy. <laughs> like, we, were, we were we were big on leprosy for ages. That was the shiny object in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. It was just like it gets talked about and it gets bandied around. And then we we we're in year three. I think we'd done like uh, Brazil in geography for a term, mm. and again like leper colonies, and we were just like. Fucking hell! The world, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the world outside of North Yorkshire is just full of lepers. Because oh, uh, I remember there was a big Blue Peter drive. Exactly. Yeah, Do you I remember there was that as well? Time, yeah, I remember yeah. thinking, God, leprosy's really on the up, isn't yeah. it? Because uh, of Blue Peter. So it was it, age ten or whatever it was. It was a serious concern. Um, but then we played a game religiously, uh, no pun intended, for a good six months uh, in year three, which in hindsight is so weird. Um, it was a, it was a variant of stuck in the mud. Right, um, but just a like bunch of little boys in North Yorkshire. Not, no one's told them it's, it's fucking weird. <laughs> so, so there's uh, one guy who was on. Um, he's on. He's on. Uh, well, he's like about. the catcher, the tagger. <clears throat> so he he was a leper. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so one, one lad was a leper. There was another lad who was a Christian missionary. So. Um, and the rest of the lads were Brazilian peasants. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like good homework. Yeah, so no, every single lunchtime, um, the leper would have to go around and tag the Brazilian peasants. So they'd, they'd then stand with their arms out and couldn't move. The Christian missionary had to go around. When he tagged them, they were back in. Um, once he blessed away their once leprosy. He blessed away their sins. And then, um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and we played it every. It was like probably really? like, like whispers on the back of the. Back of the back of the classroom was like, who's, who's the leper tonight? Are you playing playing leper at lunch? And they were like, yeah, really? yeah, I'm in. You bet I'm gonna play leper. Yeah, uh, try and stop me. <laughs> try and stop me. getting out of that colony. <laughs> no, unfortunately, like the the slowest uh, lad in the class was always the leper as well. Like now, there was a bit of profiling there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's classic oh, bullying when you're at school. Just make sure our games are quite similar. 
but obviously from different sides of the tracks, please, of course. Okay, decent. Uh, Ed Smith, Smudge of the Posh Gooner, hello. <laughs> but had a, had a rural upbringing, yeah. began as a Yeovil Town fan, oh, so nice. Somerset, Dorset, Board as I brought up. Went to a prep school in Wiltshire, very remote. Mm. So again, maybe ten boys in the year. Um, so brilliant for sort of nine-a-side rugby. When you're, you know. um, and the, the reserve, I'll change his name. Let's call him Harry Lang. Okay, was the guy who was always a reserve, and he was a bit strange in yeah. our year. We used to play this, play this game. I think in hindsight, this is horrible bullying. We used to play this game uh, where you had to avoid, instead of leprosy, like you had to avoid Lang disease. Yeah. <laughs> and like we all said, like Lang's got this weird disease. That's why he's so weird. Did he? And, Did he have any... Yeah. And so, like, if you spoke to him, you got Lang disease. And if he, if you he, like, this was just an ongoing game. If, always. What you do is, if you touched him and then went and touched someone else, you were spreading Lang disease. Yeah. And then it, it basically, I, I was always a bit like, this feels a bit wrong, guys. But you know, I don't want to get the disease because you're like, hey. but I remember that. And then the, the headmaster had to make a speech at like tea time. Yeah. Saying, can I just say on the record officially, there is no such thing as Lang disease. And it was like a proper announcement for the whole school. And you were all like, that's boys. what someone with Lang disease. That sounds like he's been bitten. Yeah, yeah exactly. You classic. Played, you played Resident Evil, mate. Yeah, yeah. that's classic Lang diversion. Yeah, exactly. That's Lang diversion. So like Lang disease was the big game okay. and a big disease. But that, that sounds like real bullying because it's not like just at break time. It's like... Never ending game. It was proper psychological warfare. <laughs> like games, you, can, you can switch off, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, right? He's no longer the leper. Yeah. Lang was always on call. <laughs> he was always the leper. He was always twenty-four the one. hours a yeah. day. At any point, you could just touch Lang and then touch someone else and go, "You've got Lang disease." Fucking hell, that's brutal. Lang. It's brutal, isn't it? But actually, I think he's doing fine now. <laughs> he's doing absolutely fine. He's, he's, he's a sort of Tory MP now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lang disease, you know, really cleared up quite nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later he years. spread it to the borough of Hounslow. He got the he got the politics bug. Much more lethal. But yeah, that's well, terrifying. I mean, most most games when you're a kid are just like bullying people, aren't they? Yeah, I just guess like, quite elaborate. My, most of my games when I was a kid, they were just like I was obsessed with any kind of computer game, mm-hmm. right. and so I play like I got, I got given a PlayStation when I was like ten, and then I had an N sixty four, and it was just like religious. And basically, if I could play that all day, I would be allowed to. But occasionally, oh, wow. my mum would kick me out of the house and tell me to get some exercise. So then I would, me and my friends would just recreate whatever we were playing on the on the games console outside. So that's basically oh my god, that was it. It was just so so that like. You don't have to stop playing Crash Bandicoot. You just go and like set up a Crash Bandicoot course in the garden. God, that's brilliant. And that's basically what we do. <laughs> I worry about kids in video games. Like the level of addiction. Like, I was teaching a kid the other day, and he just um, the game is like you type in the spelling word. He's quite dyslexic. He struggles a little bit. Yeah. And he kept getting them wrong, and it's like a horse race. So like your horse shoots ahead of the other horses if you spell like opportunity mm-hmm. or whatever the word is, wisdom or whatever. Yeah. And um. He kept mistyping them, was coming last, and he goes, You type them, you type them, you type them. And I was like, Oh, God, I'll, I'll okay, I'll, I started typing them. And, and then I was like, This is stupid, because this is, this is not helping him. And then I was thinking, No, no, you type them. He goes, No, no, you type And then anyway, I stop, and then he keeps getting them wrong. He comes last, and I guess because he knows other people in the race, because it's online, it's from his school. What? He goes crazy. And like it was, he thinks he's gonna get he's gonna get Lang disease. He starts like, and like he thinks he's got Lang disease. I was trying to say to him, look, like, he's gonna get mugged off at school. Worst things you can have, you could have Lang disease, or you could be the leper. Yeah, you know. But he he just went crazy, and, I, and it lasted for age. I've been teaching him like a year, and I was like, wow, you know. You've never seen that side of him. I've never seen that side of him. I was like, that's the video game. I mean, mine was a bit more innocent than that. 
I was a big fan of Road Rash. Did you ever play Road Rash on the PlayStation? Oh, Road Rash. It was really good. It was like you were on motorbikes and you had to drive, like race each other on motorbikes, but then you could like hit each other with crowbars oh. or like chains and knock each other off. And then when my mum would kick us out of the house, we recreated Road Rash in my garden. There was like a tiny little the, slope in my garden. Out. Yeah, Whoa. and we just got all the old tricycles and like toy cars from when I was a kid and then just drove down the hill and we just had to like bash each other off like as we were going down the hill and then we'd be screaming road rash as we were doing it and like pretty much just like destroyed all of our like Whoa. childhood toys in the process but yeah it was really good and then we could go back in and play real road rash and we were like oh we got oh, some good exercise today actually but really it was just 24 hours of road rash we would do this thing so me and my brother who's like a year younger and our, our like uh, best friend growing up, Tyg, um, I'm seeing him this weekend actually. Tyg, he works on a farm now in Dorset, so he's he's easier man. Yeah. Uh, and he was always obsessed with tractors and cars, and so we'd all pick a car, mm-hmm. and in the in a car journey, when Mum was dropping Tyg off or picking him up, and we were in the car, we would all of us pretend to be whatever car we were, and then have a race, and we just have to go like, <laughs> and Mum would commentate on who was winning. Really? And had to like always make sure she's she spread out like who she was had winning, to be who impartial. wasn't, and what happened. And like Tig's crashed, but apparently like Tig because he's always been like quite overexcitable would like forget to breathe and go, <laughs> go, go like purple. really red, yeah, and just have like pull over and go okay, pause the race, Tig. Just like in through the mouth. <laughs> and like, into the nose. So yeah, we had like that childhood game. But yeah, that's why I win one in every three. Yeah, it's yeah. about what you need as a child. That's pretty cons- well, if you're an F1 driver, that's pretty consistent. Oh, very good rate of returns. <laughs> yeah. um, incidentally, what, who were you... Did you play like, World Cup singles when you were at school? Uh, what, is that like... Well, you're all trying to score on the set. You're all trying to score on the head. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And like, you had to pick a team and then play it. Like, we- who, who, who were you? What, when I play... What team would I pick? Yeah, we, should, we usually always used to go team and play it. Oh, I see. I think I was... I was usually the Netherlands because my, my grandma's Dutch mm-hmm. and it was quite cool to be from the Netherlands Pretty in chill. the 90s. And I think, who was it? I think I was like Rude Hullet. Yeah. I think Rude Hullet was my favourite player back football. then. Yeah. Yeah. You were Lawrence Delalio, weren't you? I was Lawrence Delalio. It was tennis, football, Lawrence, it didn't matter what sport. Lawrence could adapt to any code. I was, uh, who was I? I actually had a plastic David Beckham statue. Yeah. Um, bigger. It was quite, like, like probably the size of like a, just a bit bigger than a can of beer. Yeah. And um, so I was Beckham regular. I thought Beckham was awesome. I loved the Spice Girls as well. So I was in, I was in for a minute for the whole thing. But then my friend Jake. Yeah. Doing very well now, Jake. He's out in Singapore. I'm not surprised. Um, he snapped the head off it. I mean, he like whacked the head off it. And I've never forgotten the sort Maliciously. Of, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess the, the extraordinary thing was he thought it was funny. I cried. Yeah. I was like eight. I was a year ahead of myself. Yeah. And so they maybe they just either he was being too mature for me or too I couldn't maybe immature. Yeah. But I remember being really upset by that. But I was always Beckham. You're always Beckham. Yeah. I was um yeah, I was I was a I was a football wanker, um, even as a nine year old it mm. turns out. I was I was always shotgun Italy, shotgun Totty. Nice. Really? Yeah. Fashionable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like the hipster's choice, isn't hipster's it? Hipster's choice. Isn't yeah. It? But so, but so, what what is it that appealed to you about Totti then? Um, he just had. Well, it's, it's like it was the late nineties, so the only like football you could watch live on TV was football Italia. Right. So as a as an eight year old, I had inordinate knowledge of Italian football. Unbelievably I could, cultured. Yeah. I could never match now. Because um, in the in the in the, well, he was young, in the, he was in the waterlogged fields of North Allerton, yeah. where you were. 
And you're just adding a little bit of lovely toffee. Yeah. Nice pair of bangs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, they always had decent kits, you know. Yeah, always. Techers. They, they all had like, mad sideburns. Del yeah. Piero had zigzags and shit. Oh. You know. Just really just captured a, your childhood imagination. A young boy can but dream. Oh, yeah. Can I brag? Can I say brag? Yeah, when, I was, on, when I was nine on a, like a Sunday game, I scored off a corner. Yeah. Um, Join the club. And that's why I became David Beckham. Mm. Because it was uh, the, you know, striking the, the, the dead ball. Yeah, yeah. But the key thing was it was my football. It was heavily under-inflated. <laughs> and also, it's not where I was aiming. <laughs> um, no one knows that. Man. You but can only no, now but admit but that. I can I now admit that. If anyone's listening, if poor old Lang disease is on the line. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I was aiming for was you. Was he in goal? He, do you know, he, he was. was probably, you know, he was, he was, he was probably, he was probably hiding in the woods. <laughs> we did, we did have quite a weird phase as kids, um, especially at school if there was like even numbers and there was a lad who sort of wanted to play but also wasn't that arsed. We'd, you'd sometimes make them the referee, which was quite a crap gig. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then it was a really crap gig where we, I think we, <laughs> we made Benji Blackett once uh, be the post. <laughs> it was, I mean, we had jumpers. So you did just one post. He's one post. Yeah, he's one post. And you get in off. Yeah, well, yeah. That's finally, it. answered that question. Was it in off? Was it in was it in off or not? Ask the post. Well, if, he, if he wanted to just touch it in, yeah. depending on how he was feeling, that sounds like some kind of weird, um, like torture from the French Foreign Legion. <laughs> they used to like bury people in so their heads were the goalposts. Oh really? Yeah, I think Do so. Really? Yeah. Do you know someone? A friend of uh, my prep school. Uh, kicked a stone because you know occasionally you have those like circular stones that lie in a driveway or something yeah yeah uh, and he, we're all playing a big game and the ball rolls past the stone and he's done that thing where he's looking up good on him because he's trying to see the runners and see the space <laughs> normally you've got your head down haven't you when you're young yeah and he's just in his periphery clock with a ball is <laughs> taking a big kick hits the, hits the, the stone the granite boulder and breaks his foot Oh. Yeah, and that sounds stupid when you explain it to someone, but actually, if you were there... The heat of the moment. You go, fair enough. You were about, about to whip in the ball of the century. Yeah, you about to play the ball of the century, and the stone didn't move. Really tough. Oh. I remember um, there, was a kid in my, there was a kid in my year called Leo, who'd grown up in the States, and then he moved over, and um, and we all sort of... He was always like oh, talking about stuff in the States, and we were like, oh, God, Leo, Leo's pretty cool. He's coming over from the States. And then uh, we were playing cricket in PE and someone whacked a six out into a bed of stinging nettles. And obviously everyone's like, well, I'm not going near that. Leo had never seen stinging nettles before. <laughs> went striding out into them. Oh, and then got a detention for swearing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I feel like, I feel like my ent- all of my youth was spent mainly looking for dock leaves. I think my, my autobiography will be called Searching for Dog Leaves. Preemptive like, dog leaves. All I was ever there doing was getting patch, stung. You, you pocket them. You pay yeah. them. Yeah. And also, is there any, do we know if there's any truth in that? Yeah, I always felt like I, I, I never believed it, I don't think. I think, I think they did do a job. You, you still had to get stung for them to be of any use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, prevention's better than cure, Ed. Just don't, just send Leo in. Send the American. No, I mean, he was an English guy, but he, he made the mistake of growing up not in these parts. No, and if you don't know the local vegetation, you will get your hands yeah. and stung. And one time I got in t- trouble with the locals, was like... Um, the, local, the local with, with, with the locals, yeah. <laughs> local head. Kind of. Like, because I grew up in Shanghai, and... Uh, Basically, one of my best mates, he had this weird... Him and his family had this weird ongoing standoff with a hotel. Oh, this is fucking 
have I told this story? No, 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 not really. <laughs> it's okay. This he, is absolutely it, it told, had this, like, they had this weird standoff with like a, a hotel next door, which was owned by the Chinese army. Like the army loads, owns loads of stuff in China, and they own this hotel. And that the hotel thought that his back garden belonged to them, even though it was really obviously just like the the, the lawn out the back right, of right, his right, house. Right, right. And so they would quite often just have like events in his back garden, just like as a way of sort of asserting their dominance over that bit of area. So they'd wake up on a Saturday morning, there'd just be a wedding happening in the back garden with some random Chinese people. And so basically his parents sanctioned us to fuck with the hotel in any way that we wanted. (laughs) And one day I just got some new rollerblades and I was really getting into rollerblading. And um, and my mate had some rollerblades, and he was like, you good on your rollerblades? I was like, yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty handy. So we got our BB guns and our rollerblades, and we went to the hotel next door, and they were setting up for a wedding, and they had lo- like hundreds and hundreds of strings of like colored lights for this wedding, and we shot every single one out with our BB guns. No. Just like went along on our rollerblades, just shooting every single one. And then... After we'd been there for about half an hour, I shot nearly every single light bulb. These Chinese soldiers turned up and started chasing us. And um, my mate paced it away. Patrick, if he's listening, paced it away as fast as he could on his rollerblades. Really nippy on his rollerblades. I was a novice. I was like, I was like an old man, like, do-do-do with my ass stuck out behind me, like, trying to oh. get any kind of licks. These guys caught up with me within about two seconds, oh, took away my BB gun. One of them punched me so hard <laughs> in the stomach. How old were you? I was about 14. That's sort of abuse, isn't it? It was very much abuse. So you've been a victim at the hands of the state? Yeah, I've been persecuted by the Chinese authorities. Yeah, I'm like the Dalai Lama. Um, I lost all of the air in my body. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then they sort of sent me on their way. And then, um, and then they turned up at his house later and were like, your boy, like, turned up and like, your boys have been round making havoc. They were really angry about it. And I remember we heard them talking to his dad downstairs and we were like, we're really for it now. And um, Patrick's dad was this quite stern Irish chap and he came upstairs and he was like, boys, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a real vindication moment. He had a go at them for stealing our BB guns. Oh, yeah, and uh, we got away with it and it was one of those moments where it's was like, thank God for that. Because I feel um, like that could go either way. It really could have gone either way. This yeah, we could have we could have had the house burned down or something like that. What do they say? If you, if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. The Chinese state at the moment. You know, if you're worried about, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> them interfering in your personal life, you're going around Chucking weapons about on roller skates. Like like Reenacting road rash for real in China. Yeah, it was. Mm. It was an upgrade of road rash. It was like Mad Max. Mad Max road rash. We even looked up on the internet China. how to make a smoke grenade. I remember I tried to set a smoke grenade off in their kitchens, but um, it didn't work. Uh, yeah. Cow rebels. Spice Town. Um, so another, 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 another sort of quite formalised, weird. Again, just it's it's just abuse, isn't it? It's just mm. children looking for. Creative ways to be quite mean to each other. As so our, so our other like real hot game for a while when we weren't playing World Cup singles was was known as Hackdown Bully. Hackdown Bully. <laughs> that was the titles are good. They're not bad actually. Yeah. Yeah, Hackdown Bully was um I don't know where it originated, but it was it was again it was just basically Tig, um and you could only play it on grass. It was forbidden to be played on concrete, so it had to be a summer job. Um and it was it was tag, but instead of tagging someone, you had to kick the fuck out of them. <laughs> so is it a bit like it's You're, not really like British Bulldogs then? No, uh, you, just, like you just had to trip them up, yeah. Trip them up, get them on the floor, and get, get yeah, get them on the floor any way you want. Um, 
How you burnt in the summer? Okay, yeah, because I can only burn on grass. Because it's hard ground. It's hard ground in the summer. Yeah. Was that a school rule? or Was that like a rule of the that streets? A, that was a code of conduct. Okay, amongst, good. Amongst the girls. There was some, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. some honour among yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Some honour. <laughs> um, um, I my games were more formal in that. I was going to ask you guys a question actually. Who, which, which modern Premier League footballer would be most suited to this? Okay. Which is um, you're in the middle of the countryside in Wiltshire. Everything's just pony based. Okay. Everyone's got ponies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you start at Jim Carner's where you're on this like pony, this big sort of you know uh, wide. I can't remember the type type of pony. What do you call them? Farewell pony. Big fat pony. And you're ponies. going, you're, you're going like big short fat pony, and you're going like in between, like almost like a dog at Crufts. Right. You're being led as a child in between the flags, like weaving in and out. Mm-hmm. And then you get around, you sprint back. Then it goes up to like Tetrathlons, where suddenly you're spending your weekends with the pony club. And you've got to fire an air pistol at a target, uh, five shots, and then you've got to go running. Yeah. Then you've got to go swimming as many lengths as you can in a time limit, and then uh, ride your pony around an obstacle course. And then you get like, you get obviously marked how you did. You and your team of four. This is Zelda. Like, yeah. This is like Zelda, isn't it? It's, like, yeah, it's basically a live. It was a live video. <laughs> but I was thinking about which Premier League footballers could handle all four because obviously like you need someone dead eye they've got to be a great finisher because you've got to be able to shoot the target yeah very small target then they've then got to have been endurance runner yeah yeah so you think oh a sort of Jamie Vardy figure. Aguero's out immediately Aguero can't do the endurance then you've got swimming so they've got to be a bit beefy because you need quite a lot of power in the water they've, they've got to be an amphibian they've got to be an amphibian and then <laughs> crucially Letty King <laughs> crucially they've got to be a skilled horseman so they've got to be sophisticated I think I know who my player I think I think Shandy Carroll went from when I was going to say fully fit. He, he is a horse, so he's a big lad. So he's therefore near the end because he, remember he's only sort of ten or eleven when he's doing this. So he's near the end of the pool already. <laughs> exactly. So but no, but he, he would have been that high then. He is a horse, so he can handle the horse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, once every blue moon, he has a rich patch and he'll score two goals in three games. So he's got a dead eye. He's got a dead eye when he needs one. Has he, was he brought up in I mean gangs? Does he could he can he handle a weapon? Um. We don't know. What's his backstory? Either you've got to have a great eye, just be naturally confident around weapons, and that means either you're very privileged or very (laughs) underprivileged. Yeah, yeah, see the rest. So, you know. Um, Yeah, no, no, and he's knackered. He's always knackered. He can't do it. He can't do it. I've got a theory. Yeah, go on then. I think to take into account someone who'd be. Because what you want is someone who's just good at all, 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 like sort of hitting 70% in each one, mm-hmm. right? Because it's great if you're the dead-eye shot, but then if you fall off your horse, you're disqualified. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, wasted, so it's all about the average at the end. <laughs> I think Eric Dyer. Yeah? <laughs> because I think when he needs to, he'll score a free kick. Now, yeah. you've got to be bloody accurate to score a free kick. Yeah. For at England, a, at a major Russia. tournament. At a major tournament, you'll be bloody accurate. Yeah. For running, he's, he's a motor. He's in the midfield. Yeah, okay. For swimming, he's quite well built, so I feel like he'd, he'd handle the water. You need to be, <laughs> to ride a horse effectively, you need to be a very refined, skilled horse. I mean, you, need to, you need to be a very cultured person to yeah. be, be confident around an animal. It's, it, this is a guy who, re- did you read the article in the Sunday Times? Uh, no, I didn't. About Eric Dyer? When asked who his favourite artist was, he said the abstract impressionist, uh, not, uh, he, said, he said Rothko. Yeah. This is a guy who's, he's, this is, he's, not, he's not messing about. This is a cultured, sophisticated, <laughs> bilingual guy See, the problem who was is, raised raised on the continent. You go, he could he could handle a horse. So the problem is, yeah, I mean, what I see of him is in, in mucking around in Deli Ali's Instagram videos, and I think, yeah, you're you're a daft lad. Really? But, but obviously, no. He's, he's, now Ali on a horse, he'd come straight off, and he? he'd, he'd say such rude things to it. <laughs> right off in an Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, well, I mean, taking back to leprosy, 
you know, who's who's you gonna, which which of the current professional sportsmen would be an absolute dab under that? Um, Brazilian gas, well Christian. Yeah. Kaka. Yeah, yeah, Kaka. Neymar. Man was the original. I belong to Jesus. <laughs> yes, exactly. He pioneered leprosy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you need. So you need uh, in, a, in the school playground basically any any midfielder with with un- extraordinary agility and balance who can be a, a leprosy guy who can turn a leper turn on the so Willian and Hazard. Okay. Yeah. They, they will be, people will exist in a permanent state. I think. Of I, think I think crucially, Brazilian and really love Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's... So Will, does Willian love Jesus? Props. Yeah. Neymar is big into it. Big time. It's not to love. Yeah, Neymar. Well, Neymar would be the. I'd make him the Christian then. The Christian. Yeah, he's, 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 no, he's not the leper. Oh, but no, but I think Willian's the leper. Oh, really? Well, because he's he'd be a very good one. Hang on, no, you're thinking you're talking about who'd want to spread leprosy. I don't. I'm trying to think which Premier League footballers would actually. Who's <laughs> spreading leprosy? John Terry. John Terry. <laughs> who are the real? Who are the real PL bastards? Who would? Who would? Who would be very effective leprosy spreaders? Jesse Lingard. He's definitely spreading it around. Who's the biggest bastard in the Premier League? <laughs> like just to play against? I think Gentleman I mean, off the field bastard on it. Uh, I think Vardy's a shit house on and off. Is he? On Alvich. Arnie. Does he does he does he I think he's quite nice off the pitch, but I reckon he's a real. But he's he's got good levels of bastardry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Deli Alley, apparently, if you're ever at a live game, it's quite extraordinary how much the game he spends winding people up. I'm into it in a big way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think it's essential. You need one of those guys in your team. I think you'd all get fucked if you. The, the sanctimony. Um, but not, who's? Uh, who's you've got the, to be, um, but you've got to be a nice guy off the field, otherwise everyone wants you. Like Warner in the cricket. Everyone's like, yeah, he had it coming. He's a bastard. Yeah, he's, but actually, you've got to be a gentleman when you're off it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. other teams will. <clears throat> Otherwise, everyone's looking for you to fail. Yeah, exactly. Who's um, the Harry Lang of the of the Premier League? Who's Harry Lang of the Premier League? That's my question. The guy that everyone bullies. Who's everyone says, oh, getting bullied? Yeah. He's just so lame. In the Prem. I feel like James um, Milner. I feel like certain players get bullied. Uh, or or the, there becomes a sort of narrative that they're rubbish when clearly they can't be that rubbish or else they wouldn't um, Fellaini, Fellaini's having a bit of a bad time so like oh, Fellaini, Fellaini's always been bullied he's been oh no you got Fellaini disease Phil, Phil never used to get it um, <laughs> Frank, Frank, Frank Sinclair when, when he scored all those own goals yeah true going back a bit and then um, who else um, Paul Dickoff just had a name that was funny when you were at school <laughs> and he, he, he was crap at Premier League football yeah maybe um but yeah, Lang disease. Are there any players called Lang? Uh, I think many decent Langs. I think, I think long. 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 Shane, long, long, Shane long disease. Long disease. He, he is getting long disease. And he, is, <laughs> he has struggled to score. He's, he's, um, his reverses have been very bad at football. Because he was he was actually the, the lungs. Is he still chewing gum? I think that I think that's his problem. Do you think? Yeah, I think. Yeah, he, I think gave, you, he gave it up you, and hit double figures. You don't want to you don't want to run too fast when you're chewing gum. <laughs> I think that's his problem. He was choking on the gun yeah. when he's about to score. Long disease becomes lang disease. <laughs> lang disease. Right, okay, right. Let's um, uh, wobbled on enough here. Let's uh, let's wrap this up, Ed. Um, your kind of vote for game game of game of childers. Who was your favourite? Um, I um, I actually I, I applaud the imagination that comes behind the leprosy one because I feel like if I was the headmaster, I'd want to put a stop to it straight away. Yeah. But want to do it in a way that applauded. 
the bo- the boys for their creativity, their ingenuity, and their and their kind of you know commitment to the Christian faith at that age. But I'd also get them all quietly get them all checked up as well because there was something there are, there are some psychopathic traits there. <laughs> Whoever was the leader of the group wouldn't surprise me now if you told me that they were yeah in a lot of trouble. Yeah, you're looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> I go, guy, I've got a great great levels of creativity for leprosy. I'm a big fan of it. I'm just staggered that they managed to get so much shit in and around horses. You know where you were from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, so, yeah. It was, it was just so profoundly pony based. Everything we did, um, and especially yeah. Do check out your local Jim Carner next time it's kicking off because it's 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 very creative. And obviously the parents are the ones who have really got something at stake because the child you're just a passenger. Yeah. The driver is whoever's got the horse on a lead. Oh really? Oh, see, so yeah, I mean you're. you're well, so you're getting led around by your parents with a gun on a horse oh there's no guns not yet no oh. gun. the, 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 air, the air pistol comes out for the next that's that's detrathlon based uh, so you can, you're getting off the horse and then you're shooting the gun you're not shooting yeah, I thought yeah, you were no, shooting the separate, gun from it's all the separate horse bits, separate bits no that would be a sweet Olympic sport I thought that would be great I could drive by I was Amish um, drive by do you know what happened the other day um, so we had a rosette board you get a rosette for any time you won so you get yeah. colour red for if you win blue for second and then like green for for third and blue we would go around like the Mendip Catastop, the Blackmore and Spartford Vale, all these local pony clubs, they're just cleaning up <laughs> and like doing a really good stint because you know we'd always be like hopefully the oldest boys or we, there was like a gang of us who'd always do it. And then um, the other day I found it's out it's the Bloods and the Crips. It's the Bloods you and the Crips. You get the red rosette if you're in the Bloods yes. and the blue if you're in the Crips. Yeah, but we know that the Crips are all seconds, so they're much the Bloods. <laughs> and I got the other day I went, went got home and saw this empty wall. I was like, that looks that jars with me. So I went, hey, where's the rosette board? Mum's been the ball. And I said, Mum, have you been the rosette? She said, no, no, that was your brother. He set fire to the rosette board. <gasps> Why? He was like, oh, it's just annoying me. We don't use them anymore. I was kind of, I feel did, like that's did like... Did you ever use them? There's like, a, there's like an ISIS level nihilism there. Like, I feel like a memory's been burnt of all those, the blood, sweat and tears of all those tragedies. Yeah, he's bombed Palmyra. Yes, exactly. <laughs> My Palmyra. Um, but, but actually, there was a lot of misery. Because I was always terrified of horses. Oh, so oh the, me too. I can't think of anything worse than having to hang out with them yeah, recreationally. Yeah, they're, they're live animals. Yeah. <laughs> they're massive. So I, imagine, this, my, imagine this in my prep school. There's a tetrathlon at prep school in term time. So it's like, well, obviously Muggins is going to start bragging that he's the best. <laughs> Izzy Ledger, my girlfriend at the time, when I was like nine or ten, we were writing to each other. She's at a local school down the road. She's coming. I'm like, this is a big day for me. <laughs> so I'm dead-eyed dick with a gun. I'm hitting the middle target. <laughs> she's I'm, I'm, where? She's, she's <laughs> seeing me in the pool. I'm doing my legs. I don't, swimming's one of the weaker ones, but I've put in a bloody good, solid effort. Running, obviously, that's just me and my element. Right, it's the horse time. Me on a pony called Cindy. And that's my pony, of course. And, and, I, and I then, I'm riding Cindy. And then Mrs. Mrs. Carlisle Clark oh, uh, is at the gate. She's, marking, she's marking the gate bit. And the, the trick about this gate bit is you don't jump it. You get off, open the gate, lead your pony through, close the gate. It's a sort of, uh, and then get back on the horse. That's like part of the skill level. You're trying to get children to, <laughs> to be, learn, be, how, to learn gates. how to use gates. Because yeah. You, yeah. So you need a horse. But I that. get off and then she tries to help me get on because she's I'm a bit out of control. I'm halfway in. And then the horse, Cindy, just, I don't know what she sees, she just bolts. <laughs> and my foot is in the stirrups, and I get dragged ah. along the grass yeah. in front of Izzy Ledger. Ugh. And Izzy and Ledger's I not having any of it. Oh, oh, I sort of wriggle out, and then embarrassing, I get bruised. I actually I get taken to hospital. There's nothing wrong with me. But I, and I know there's nothing wrong with me. But bruised I, ego, I, man. But, I, but, I, but I don't pride. want it to look like there's nothing wrong with me, because that would be kind of lame. Yeah. So I just go, no, yeah. Easy, yeah, it's easy legend you got to be like, go to, I'm lucky Salisbury, to be here. Yeah, Salisbury Hospital. Where, know, um, that's why horses where are so dangerous. Horses. They're more dangerous than the next to see. 
Yeah. We know this already. <laughs> yeah, we have done the math. The yeah. hospital I went to, incidentally, is where they would have uh, tried to get rid of the, 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 the poison of uh, our old Russian friend Skripal recently in Salisbury. The That's where they went. That's where he went, yeah. yeah. It's a good so, hospital, though. It's in perspective, isn't it? <laughs> saved, they can save you from... From, Vicious uh, what was chemical what, what weapons. You, what do you call it? What was it? What did they get him with? Nerve agent. Nerve agent. God, nerve just, agent. It's an unnerving title. Do you think um, what what's her name? Lindsay Lohan. No, <laughs> Lizzie. Lizzie. Who's the girl you're trying to impress? Oh, Izzy Ledger. Izzy Ledger. Ledger. She's doing great now. <laughs> she's married to. She's married to Scripple. She's married to Scripple. Yeah, she's got. Would she have been impressed if you got? Administered a nerve agent? Do you think? Do you think that that would have been quite? Yeah, that would have been one way of doing it. Do you think the Russians are going to try and kill people with Lang disease? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they have heard that's, that's, that's the way to do it. Yeah, no, she avoided the disease and me after that, unfortunately. Right. Um, fantastic. Good hustle, guys. Um, we've all had independently quite weird childhoods. <laughs> so, um, yeah, cheers. Win a dream trip to the World Cup this Saturday. Play the Big Bud giveaway on Matchpoint during Man United v Spurs for the chance to win World Cup tickets, flights and accommodation. Matchpoint app is available free on iOS and Android. Over 18s only. T's and C's apply.